You know, when I talk to people, a lot tell me that they don't understand why people they know do certain things when the rational obvious thing to do is right in front of them. And I do agree with them. But moments later, I keep remembering that people are not really rational. And it does help when we understand how irrational human beings are, since it might just be the key to us living better lives. Hi, I'm Day, and you're listening to The Daily Book Club, The Audio Experiment. And I'm going to be talking to you about Predictably Irrational by Dan Ariely. Anyway, before anything else, how are you today? I mean, hope this is your time to wind down and learn something new or review things that you already knew. By the way, Dan is one of my favorite behavioral economists and his books actually push me to understand human behavior a bit deeper. And his story is really inspiring how a flare exploded right next to him in a graduation ceremony and burned him. This led to his career path today. You know, I really suggest that you try to read the book. Also, if you want to read the book, but you're really having a hard time getting one, uh, I do give out books monthly, so just send me a message and the reason why. I might just be able to give you one. But if you have the means to get it and can afford it, please do. So, here are the three things you can learn from this book that we can use to our advantage. 1. We compare whatever we can, so if you want people to pick you or something, give them easy comparisons. 2. Free is really just another price, but it's a powerful one. 3. You overvalue what you own. Alright, so let's talk about the first one. Let's say that you're trying to buy a new oven. The ones that come with internal cameras and all. Yeah, apparently that's a thing these days. So you go into the store and it's priced about $2,000 or about 100,000 pesos. Is that price actually good or bad? It's really not easy to say if it's worth it or not without comparing it with others. Unless you actually know about it deeply and you researched about it. But considering that you don't know anything about it or you never researched about it, You then go into another store and you see the same model and beside it is a model with almost similar dimensions. The only difference is is that it's a little bit sleeker with voice control that connects to the internet. You look at the price tag and it's almost triple the price. And because of this, this will make it easier for you to pick the first one. And I'm sure you know this already because we experience this on a daily basis, but we're wired to compare things and our brains try to do it with the least amount of effort. So we tend to compare what is right in front of us. So when you're convincing someone to pick you or something, give people options that are slightly worse. Interestingly, they will pick you or the object that you want them to pick more often. Of course, please don't abuse this just because I told you about it. And for our own good, it's really best that we try our best not to compare, especially stuff on social media. Let's now go on to the second one, free. Free is a price, and it's a very powerful one. Imagine when you hear the word or read the word free. People actually go insane for this. Think about it. Do you have a collection of free gifts over the years that you've never used but still keep? Or do you always get enticed by buy one take ones or two plus one promos? You know, I'll admit that I actually fall into this trap of the buy one take ones when I don't really need it. It just feels better when you're getting something for free. So whatever the currency is, 0 versus 1 or even 0 versus 0.1 is very huge. 
This is because of loss aversion or a strong tendency to avoid losses when possible. If we buy something and it's bad, we lose money. But when we get something for free, the downside is pretty much zero. And this is why free items are valued more. Think about it. What would you go for? Are you going to buy a meal and a drink? Or buy a meal with a free drink? Which do you think will entice you more considering the prices are exactly the same? Let's say they're both $2. When people are offered a meal and a drink for $2, not a lot of people will actually buy it. But when people are offered a meal with a free drink for $2, more people actually purchase it. And that's the power of free. Remember I mentioned loss aversion? This is basically it. If the meal was really bad, they can always say, at least I got my drink for free. But if you pay for both the meal and the drink for $2, again, it's the same price, and the meal was bad, then you'll actually feel like you wasted money. Marketers use this tactic a lot since free has a lot more value in social currency. You know what, come to think of it, I actually brag to my friends every time I would get things for free. It's just more satisfying. But here it gets interesting. If something is of value and is perceived to help us in any way, going the free route might not be the best way. This is why medicine with the exact same ingredients work better with a higher price. For example, the book mentions that a $2.50 pill always works better than a 10 cent pill. Even it's the exact same placebo pill. The author did the study and found out that the 85% of the ones in the $2.50 group felt better and only 61% felt better in the 10 cents group. And maybe that is why a lot of people question the free vaccines. This is interesting since the perception of quality is at play here. This is why price, design, and all these factors play a big role. So if we really want people to use cheaper alternatives that should work the same way, we should make it a point to make people perceive it to be of quality. Reasons and justifications are really important. The last and third thing I want to mention to you is that we overvalue what is ours. And this is because of the endowment effect. It's based on three things. One, our memories and fantasies about what we own raises the value. For example, this mug is the mug that I use when I got a perfect score in my final exam. That's why it's valuable. And if ever I sell it, I'm gonna sell it higher. Two, we don't like losing things we own, whereas we don't mind missing out on something all that much. Three, we expect others to value the things the same way we do. For example, I really find this useful, so all my friends should find this useful too. People will usually not buy something because they find it expensive. But when they're given the exact same thing and told to price it without knowing the price, they usually price it higher. And this is why there's a lot of bias when you say that you own something or you're part of something. And all these things that I mentioned, which is one, we compare whatever we can, two, free is really another price and it's very powerful, and three, we overvalue what we own. This is how humans make decisions every day. We're deeply irrational in most of the decisions we make, from deciding what price to pay for something, justifying the crazy amount we spent for a certain thing, struggling to eat well but everything goes down the drain when there is temptation. Our choices and behavior are guided by irrationality. And because we know this, we can be mindful and catch ourselves when we seem to be falling into the irrational behavior. And since success is the sum of the decisions we make, in the long run, 
Knowing that humans are predictably irrational, it would be beneficial to us. And that was a quick summary on Predictably Irrational by Dan Ariely. This summary only scratches the surface, so I really recommend you get the book and have a read. And if you really want to but don't have the means to do so, like I mentioned a while ago, send me a message. My socials are on my LinkedIn bio on my Instagram at Daily. Again, my name is Day and thank you for listening to the Daily Book Club, The Audio Experiment.